<laughs> What's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is Deputy Water Cooler, episode number 260. Today's topic is WordPress quick tips. Let's go around the room real quick, get everyone introduced. George, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I am George Stefanis. I am a nerd that works on Jetpack by day, and I am the lead organizer for WordCamp Lancaster, Pennsylvania, coming up in early March. Nice. Always good to have you. How about you, Jason Cosper? Hey, hey, I'm Jason Cosper. I'm the senior performance engineer over at Liquid Web. And um, yeah, that's me. Nice. Good to have you on. How about you, Russ? Uh, my name is Russ. I do some, uh, some web stuff for web devs and uh, happy to be here. <clears throat> Good to have you. Steve, what about you? I am Steve Zangan. I'm the founder of Zeek Interactive and I run the OC WordPress meetup. Sponsored by 311. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Uh, amber is the color of your energy steve uh, <laughs> i had to do it i'm sorry guys that's all right Sometimes the show has to make it to the the normal really? show. i'm jason tucker you can find me over at jason tucker on twitter and my website is uh jason tucker.blog so we're going to do a little bit of stuff about uh quick tips um with wordpress i these are those shows that I think that no one ever um, really wants to watch. And then they end up getting shared all over Twitter and Facebook and stuff because there's this one little nugget that one of us accidentally mentions, you know, at the last 30 seconds of it. And it's like the game changer. So you guys have to the last it's 30 seconds, to the full blown game changer part of it <laughs> back at, at the very end of the show. So, so it's kind of like a football thing where like you don't try really hard until the last two minutes of the fourth quarter. I get it. Oh, like basketball. Oh, burn. <laughs> <laughs> so who, who wants to start us off a little bit what's some, what's something that um that you've been doing in wordpress for a while now that you've showed somebody at like a, a meetup or a wordcamp or something and then their their mind's just absolutely blown <laughs> um, okay sure i'll kick yeah. us off um, sure go for it one thing i've been doing i wind up having to do a lot of like jumping into sites where something's broken and trying to find out what's wrong i've never been in there before but one of the first things I always try turning on is WP debug, because that shows up a lot of things. A lot of people may overlook turning it on when they're doing their initial diagnostics. But when you're working on a live site, you don't necessarily want all those error messages showing up for the visitors. So instead of just using the stock define WP debug true or define WP debug false, uh, set it to define it to whether a certain get variable is set or whether the remote IP address is your IP address. So it's only on for you, but normal visitors aren't going to see it. So, so we, right. do that, we do that as well, George, but I wrap uh, that in the, I wrap our debug in a conditional, like if is admin and is logged in and we just hide it that way. But I mean, both are uh, viable options. Yeah, especially with an IP address, that's kind of cool. Because if the you know if the yeah. if the site owner is looking at it, you don't want them to see this big old huge mess of stuff, and you can just be like my IP address, and that's it. So I'm going to add a quick tip yeah. to George's quick tip: <laughs> don't leave WP debug on. Right. Sure. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, yes. <laughs> but what if I it mean, just goes into a log file? That's not that big of a deal, right? And you just have tons. <laughs> issues and eh, so you have a two terabyte log file sitting on your server <laughs> i'm just saying there can be performance issues with wp debug yes. running on your production yes. server that's just a quick tip um <laughs> but i mean there are some really esoteric things that it can turn up uh for example i was in a site the other day where uh it was kicking errors every time it tried to uh save a transient to the options database it turned out that 
there was some error that the options database needed to be, or the options table needed to be repaired uh, because it was trying to, like the auto increment on the table was lower than the highest ID value in the table. So it was trying to do a duplicate key on an insert. And so every time it tried to save a transient, it would try to save it with a number that was already there and it would crash and die horribly. So I can um, see that being a problem. Follow up on that, uh, WordPress has a built-in uh, database repair tool. You need to define a constant in your WP config file, but you, then you can just go to wp-admin slash maint slash repair.php, I think, and it will actually run all the, it'll test all your database tables and repair any that may need it. That's what's happened there for a while. I, I haven't used that in a minute, but uh, that that definitely took me back. That's something I haven't touched in a while, George. I mean, when you're having to try and fix someone's site and all you have is FTP access, if that, to it, I mean, it can make life a lot easier. That's awesome. I like. I like one. it, man. I like it. So, so trying to trying to backtrace, right? Trying to figure out like what's happening. Um, to, to add on to that, one of the things that I've been doing lately is trying to figure out like if a plugin is being used, right? So, I mean, sometimes we activate plugins and get pulled away and, oh, I'll do it later. And then that stands to six months down the road. You still have, you know, next-gen gallery installed, activated, but you're not, you're not using it anymore. So, like, how do you figure that out, right? I mean, me being the hardcore dev that I am, I imagine George... Um, I go straight to the database and I try to see if there's any kind of short codes or if there's some kind of sign that gives me like, oh, this is being used on this page somewhere. Um, if not, the next thing I try to do is like, let's go look at some uh, some source code, right? And like, let's see if there's any kind of menu class. If it tells me, you know, there's a class called Genesis, I know that it's probably coming from a theme or a Genesis plugin. I'm just looking for any kind of like indications, really what I'm trying to do here. And so, uh, trying to figure out if a plugin is being used is, is that's the first thing you need to do. What's the indication that it's being used? So let's talk about some obvious ones that are probably not being used that might just be hanging around. Uh, anything that has the word migrate in it. <laughs> Contact form seven. <laughs> <laughs> right? So typically if somebody's got something like, and I'm, I, I'm not knocking this plugin, I think this is a fantastic plugin, but WP Engine migrate, right? They've got a, a migration plugin. That was probably used initially when the site was brought over and it's not needed anymore. So you can deactivate that. There's a plugin that I've uh, encountered called all-in-one WP migration. Um, Again, those those are tools for moving sites sort of in off in or out of a server, and they're probably used once, and then you can deactivate them. Sure, migrate DB Pro. Um, um, yeah. Anything anything that really touches the database. It was used once; it's there, and it probably should get used. I I completely agree. You know the the, um, the other the other thing too is like a lot of themes when you install them, they they recommend, you know, let's use these plugins. And then you change themes and you forget like what plugins came with that initial theme. That's uh, essentially where I was going with. And, and trying visual to composer. Uh, visual. Uh, Anyways, one of, those, one of those things though is like, I have so many plugins that are still activated from switching themes so constantly, I, I came across this personally. And yeah. also, how many contact form plugins do you need on one site? You do not five. need five. Gravity five. Forms, Ninja Forms, Contact five Forms. Is, five is the minimum. Forms and Jetpack Contact Forms. You do not need all of them. <laughs> well, Just five. Deactivate the, the, the others. 
the, the, now, the quick tip there is 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 look for plugins that have duplicate functionality, right? If you have multiple forms plugins, you have too many forms plugins, right? If you have multiple cache plugins, you have too many cache plugins, right? More than one is too many. Yeah, I've I actually uh, way way back in the day, I remember uh, seeing someone in support recommend to uh, when I was a support manager recommend to somebody that they needed to install a caching plugin. Um, so they didn't recommend a specific one or anything else. So the uh, user took it upon themselves <laughs> to install all of the available caching plugins in the in the WordPress directory, and they're like, "Why is my site performing even worse now?" Did, well, did they? Even, I think. I think. I, I think two caching plugins equal, equals double the caching. No, right, Cosper? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's twice as fast. No, no. <laughs> it, cache it, is always it, better. It's hashtag sarcasm. I don't want our audience to do that. I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Russ. Two caching plugins equal sense. That's all I was going to say. Just like two SEO plugins does not equal double the SEO. Well, so it's one of those things where I always think that you could you could be improving, and you know, like just because the a plugin was not desired. A year ago doesn't mean that it can't be rewritten and become like the king of whatever niche that it's in. I also think at the same time, though, that there are safety in in numbers. And if you see something that's installed a lot, it's probably okay to keep it activated, even though you're not using it. It's one of those things where, like, let's get to it down the road. There's probably more important things that we can do. Um. Quick tip that's related to all of this is if you're not using a plugin or a theme, uh, delete it. Get rid of it. That code uh, hanging around could be could be bad, but especially if you don't ever update. I want to update all my twenty whatever themes that I'm not using all the way back to 2011. Steve, what about that? <laughs> oh yeah, just keep hanging around. Versions of Kim Thumb chilling out on your server. Yeah, get get rid of yeah. code that you're not using. Keep your site as clean as possible. Uh, and along the same lines, since we're kind of um, um, moving into security, keep your core code up to date and keep your plugins up to date. Oh, 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 yes. Yes, th that's all I have to say is yes to all that. <laughs> and I, and I've seen I've seen some sites where I'll log in and the 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 plugin tells you, "Hey, um, you know, my support agreement has expired. I no longer have a valid serial number." And then you look at it and it's four versions behind. And you're like, "This code is not only old, but it very well could be something that could get hacked. There could be some vulnerabilities in there. There could be any of those sorts of things. And you, you need to get rid of that thing. Get rid of it or you need to um, re-up your license and get it back up to up to date. So um, look into those things as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, th that's, just, that's just staying on top of maintenance, right? That's just making sure. I mean, whether we're talking WordPress or, or we're talking about life, you, like, you keep up on your bills, you keep your bill space, <laughs> you keep your power. It's the same thing. You keep your plugins up to date and, and you keep things running. These are good life tips. Pro, pro life tips is what Ooh, it is. I get a life hack this one. This is going to be fun. <laughs> sure. That's um, a life hack. I've, I've spent a lot of time personally on, on my site trying to improve speed time. Like I have literally, um, I'm a big fan of WP Rocket um, because I host on WP Engine and they are one of the only plugins, that uh, caching plugins you can install. Um, so I've been working a lot with that. But on top of just trying to do speed, somebody in the Facebook advanced group on Facebook 
Hold on, let me just let, let me redo that. The advanced group on Facebook. Somebody, <laughs> mentioned, somebody mentioned something about DNS prefet prefetching. I had no idea what that was. Mm -hmm. I spent about a good week learning how to do it, learning like what you should do. George, I'm wondering, does Jetpack out of the box yes. do some DNS prefetching? Yes, we do. We have a utility function that any code can just say DNS prefetch domain, and then in the header, it'll print out all the ones that have been loaded. So is that all the ones for like Photon and all that? Like, is uh, that so it's dynamic. So like if Photon is on, then it'll prefetch the Photon uh, TLDs. If Photon is it'll never get included. So oh, wow. you're not prefetching cool. what you need to. Yeah, I so, built that like two years ago, maybe, somewhere thereabouts. <laughs> Hashtag old news. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag older than dirt. Hashtag uh, off my lawn. Well, so it, it's one of those things, though, that I didn't realize WP Rocket does it, and there's a, there's a Gravity Forms is also doing it. Anytime that they're they're reaching out to a third party, they are using prefetch to grab all this stuff. And eventually, what we're doing is we're saying, hey, at some point, I'm going to make a request out to this third-party website to get a YouTube video, to get an image, to get some kind of data. Just go check to make sure things are cool, make sure we're good. So when I do make that request, there's no line, right? Yeah. But like, And I think that's incredible. What I would like to see, and George, maybe you can make this happen, is <laughs> if we can use some kind of you know analytics to track pages from and to, and we could prefetch based on, on that. Oh, Jason, fun. Jason, I think we need a show where we just uh, give George our jetpack wish list. Yeah, yeah. I, next That's week. Next week. All right. <laughs> yeah, but, but I, I think it'd be cool if we can, you know, if we could track that, or or if we could kind of predict like where we think users are going, we could prefetch even more from there. I think that would be that would be really cool. You know. Now, uh, Russ, you you talked about wanting to like always looking to speed up your site, make it as quick always. as possible. Um, advanced WordPress, uh, definitely there are some conversations that happen there. Uh, the Facebook, uh, advanced WordPress Facebook group, uh, as an admin, like, um, you know, we, we moderate, uh, all the posts that come down the pipe to make sure that it's, they're high quality posts. Uh, some people when they're looking to speed up their site, just want to kind of, uh, have a more open form. There is another Facebook group called WordPress speed up. I'll make sure that it gets linked in the show notes. Sweet. Um, folks uh, kind of hang out in there and basically will say like, here's what I'm running into here, are the, the bottlenecks. And there are a lot of fairly helpful people who just are really like, it, it's, it's their duck. It's their thing that they've found that they just kind of want to like, you know, focus on and, and everything else and, and really like to help people like speed up their site. Uh, it's so it's, a, it's a nice group. So I'm going to give a quick tip since that's the 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 topic of the of this show on speeding up your site. If you're not already hosting on uh, WP Engine or Liquid Web, uh, those are two very good hosts just to move your site to. It it will just speed up. If you're having site problems and you migrate to one of those hosts, it will just speed up for you. I mean, your mileage will vary, but ultimately, like you're going to see some kind of gain right off the bat. I I, I I would say in in uh, nine out of ten sites that you move over from uh, a, a host that you're having slow problems with slowness problems with, just move to one of those hosts and you're going to be fine. Can we make a T-shirt that says "Just move it" and it's like a WordPress thing? <laughs> we I love can. it. We can. See, Jason, this is why we need a WP water cooler store to sell all these ideas. That's that's what we need to do. Yep, definitely. 
Cosper, what are you working on these days? <laughs> what am I? I'm, I'm actually making sites faster and doing performance testing. There's nothing I can really show right, right. now, um, unfortunately. Um, but kind of that that WordPress speedup group that I mentioned, um, I've been kind of hanging back in it and, and watching uh, the conversations so there. And there have been some really good conversations there. That's that's kind of been my big tip. I, I I was going to you just put me on the spot, Rusty. But uh, well, uh, so, so. <laughs> so well, let's let's talk let's talk about some tools that could help you determine might maybe what's going wrong with your site. One of those t uh, tools that I use is is Pingdom tools. Uh, so Pingdom yeah. tools is pretty good at letting you know how fast your site is loading uh, on, on multiple servers, right? They, they you can do it from a couple different servers throughout the world. It'll it'll give you some tips for improving your your um, your page performance. Um, some of them might be very developer-y, but it'll at least educate you as to what kind of things are going wrong if you're experiencing some site slowness. Yep, there's that. There's YSlow. Right. There's stuff that's built into Chrome now. I mean, I've been yeah. playing around with a lot of the Chrome performance tools stuff, and oh my goodness, I mean, the things you can get out of that is is pretty dang amazing. If you don't move to, uh, you know, if you are having some of these issues and you don't want to move to one of the hosts that I mentioned, you 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 want to stay where you're at. Um, one of the uh, ways to improve site performance uh, quickly if you're not running it is Cloudflare. Uh, you can add Cloudflare in front of it, and you can do that for free. Out of the box, Cloudflare, and and simply just turning on Jetpack and using Photon, serving your images yep. from a, from another place, and having them having that offload a lot of that heavy because that's what a lot of sites are. They're image heavy, so using something like Photon out of the box is going to improve. And you use like a, a little bit of caching, you're going to see a big improvement quickly. And yep. and again, hey, we've, we've, it, it, it I know Russ is Go ahead. No, no. It, it, George, it, it, it doesn't cost anything to use that, right? You install Jetpack, you do the free option, there's Photon. Like, like it's free. You're giving that to them. And, and the amount of stuff that you are doing on your end, on the server end, like, it would cost a lot to, to pay out of that for any kind of CDN. So that would be the first thing that I do. But also, I mean, we've done a lot of tests, and I know Russ has heard me say this before, but with Photon, uh, or any offloading your image to an external CDN, if you'd really rather use a different provider. But, but just testing with Photon, we'd found that it can like double the amount of concurrent users that your site can support, especially on like a smaller $5, $10 a month shared host. Because mm -hmm. a lot of time they're kind of reined in. So, and if there are fewer requests going to that machine because they're being offloaded to a CDN, then your server can handle more of the requests that it's actually designed to handle instead of just spending uh, more seconds serving up large images. It can just generate and serve pages. Mm -hmm. So, some of the my, other options. Sorry, go ahead, sorry. Russ. My question to you, George, is A, how long has it taken your team to, to figure that out? And B, how long did it take any any user of WP Water Cooler to just learn that? Like, it took you probably years. We just gave you that tip, and already you can improve your site that quick. You know? Some of the other options uh, uh, for Cloudflare, uh, Security offers a different, uh, a, a, a similar option uh, to what Cloudflare offers. And if you just want... Yep. If you just want a CDN, uh, you might look at Max CDN, uh, which is a great CDN provider. Yeah, uh, I was going to. I actually, uh, Russ, Russ goaded me into uh, digging up a tool. Um, <laughs> nice. 
That's what by, I do here. <laughs> by, by cornering me. Um, so uh, effectively, um, when you're looking at your site, you want to kind of gauge performance. Yeah, there's uh, there's Pingdom, there's GT Metrics. Uh, there's one that I like called uh, Web Page Test. Um, Web Page Test. I just found that one today. Yeah, Web Page Test is one of my favorites. Um, it is supported by a, a bunch of different players, um, you know, out there: Akamai, Google, uh, etc. And uh, Web Page Test, the thing that uh, I enjoy about it is it gives you a breakdown of um, grades on um, like how your site does. So, like you know, an A through F on um, uh, effectively like. Uh, first page view, time to first byte, uh, all of this stuff. Um, it is uh, not necessarily as pretty as Pingdom or GT metrics, but uh, it really gives you a lot of actionable data. The tool that I found um, is uh, something that I used just the other day. Uh, it's called uh, Web Page Test Bulk Tester. Um, mm -hmm. So say you're running more than one site. Say uh, you're working at an agency and you want to kind of gauge the performance of uh, you know all of your sites just to see how they're doing, just to, to kind of check up and check in on them. Uh, effectively, it is a uh, spreadsheet run out of Google Docs that leverages the web page test uh, API, uh, runs the, um, the tests, uh, outputs the data to a spreadsheet so you can share that, you know, do whatever you want with the data. Um, and uh, it's it's really sweet to kind of gauge you know where you're at you know with with the with the tests um kind of dig into that uh and have a way to automate running um i think the web page test api has up to 200 uh requests you can run in a single day so it's pretty generous um you run a single test i think it chews through like three requests on the api um so you can run you know, under a hundred sites like through a day or you can adjust it and run almost 200 sites over the course of the day, like be nice, nice. to their resources um, and have all this information outputted in the spreadsheet for you. It's super sweet. Cool. That's cool. I mean, I love anything that gives you like that top level of like, let's see what your site's doing. But if it's going to break down numbers, I, I love it even more, man. Yeah, that's, and putting stuff in the spreadsheet and then watching numbers show up next to it that, that, you know, <laughs> if, there, if, there's, if there's one thing I love about WordPress, it's going back to 1999 in spreadsheets. That's what I love. <laughs> it, it, it's super interesting, though. You know, like bulk testing it, when when you run like an agency, that would be something where it's like, let's go test, you know, X amount of sites and see what comes back. Um, or even to go to your host and say, hey, my performance the past few months has not been so great. Here's like the last three months. Every time we run a, a web page test on it, you know, and, and the performance is getting better, worse, whatever. But to be able to say, like, we're seeing this across the board, like you, you could have that ammunition. Cool. That's awesome. Interesting, man. Interesting. I like that one. So, I mean, Jason Tucker, what what have you been doing? What is your quick tip? I mean, I know you're the moderator and all, but but what's your quick tip, my man? Um, well, the one the one that I that I like has nothing to do with performance or anything like that, but it has to do with um, just like little hidden things that are in the dashboard. And my favorite is uh, screen options. Um, just looking mm -hmm. open open up screen options on any page that's in the dashboard of WordPress, and there's something in there. There's either 
how many times you know uh what's what's the uh, the limit that you want to have per page of items that are going to be displayed on that page uh which columns are you going to want to have turned off and on any of those sorts of things uh, i remember a couple of years back uh, at a wordcamp i showed somebody that during one of my talks and i think i spent the remainder of the time talking about screen options to every single page that's in there and people were just like blown away that they didn't know that that thing even existed so That'd probably be mine is click in there every once in a while and take a look and see what's in there. Well, one of the things too is like seeing what's activated per role, right? Cause you can actually say like, if you're an admin, I want to see this. If you're a user, I want to see that. And, and that's one of those things too, where I used to get frustrated with clients and they'd say, I'm seeing this. And then I'd share a screenshot. They'd share a screenshot and it was a stupid checkbox. And, and you know, I forget that that thing's there sometimes that and the help tab. You know, there, there's a lot of plugins still that put their own, you know, metadata into that help tag, and I, I never look. And I'm like, how does this thing work? How do I configure this? The the options are just, you know, in a drop down. Yeah, I end up using uh, user switching, the user switching plugin to switch to somebody else, go into their options, turn off all of the, let's say, for instance, if they're not an, an author, but they're somebody who's doing editing go in there and remove all the Yoast SEO columns that show up that just end up being way too much on the screen or turning off all the things that has to do with comments because the the author doesn't care about how many comments they get. They just care about what the performances of the, uh, of the page based off of Yoast SEO's columns or something like that. So I, I, I mean, turning off the author, turning off the slug, turning off, you know, pings and stuff like that, just clearing up that screen you know, should always be a priority. And it should be something that you do, you know, maybe maybe once a quarter or something. Just go in and like see what people are seeing. So since since we're since we're talking about those sort of back end uh, type of quick tips, uh, one that I like to do is uh, limit post revisions. Right. You can do that very easily in your config file. Right. So if you don't limit post revisions, you may and you and you revise your posts often, you're going to end up with a database just filled with revisions. So I like to limit it to 10, uh, maybe even five. Right. Depending on the kind of uh, site that it is. Um, and again, there's a pretty easy it, it, Jason. Jason will post it. But there's an, uh, uh, it's pretty self-explanatory in the codex on how to do that. I mean, when I switched over to WP Engine, I was used to, to uh, revisions, and they have revisions turned off uh, by default. If, if mm -hmm. I, and that that's not because they're they're being mean about it. It's because they want your site to be as fast as possible, and the less revisions, the less data that's in your your database, the faster you're going to move. And, well, and and there I mean, are all really they're just rows in a database that are not being used. How much are they really going to affect performance? It depends. It, it depends if it's adding post meta, right? So your your your, your post meta table can get can get um, uh, pretty yeah, big pretty fast. Get... WordPress has never stored revisions on meta or meta on revisions. I'm okay. I'm, talk, I'm talking about the back end, like like when you have somebody who goes to oh, edit, like when someone goes to edit a WooCommerce product and it has like many uh, attributes and variations, and then you have ten revisions on top of that, and it's trying to load all those. Like there's there's a lot of sites that take forever to load, you know, because I, I want to change the title. I try it's, to limit that kind of stuff so we keep the back end just as fast as the front. Yeah, and it's still it's still just a good idea to keep your database clean. What's the plugin that uh, allows you to actually do some database cleanups? I know there's a couple of them, but there's a good the one out database there. Plugin.com. No, um, it, it it it's a it's a it's a dangerous one. So I you know I would Debbie be careful with it. 
maybe that's it, but it actually allows you to clear out post revisions uh, and, and allows you to do that maintenance regularly without being a, uh, a developer. Manage See, WP I'm, I'm such, a, I'm such well. a database hipster. I, I just end up using raw queries instead of a plugin. I, I do as well. Yeah. I, I, is that, that, that makes me a hipster. I mean, I use the CLI as much as I can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're you're uh, you're a CLI vegan. I would, I you know, George, when you came up, when you just with your response, I'm curious about this. I would love to go back at some point here and explore some of the, I don't want to say misconceptions, but some of the things urban that we've myth. always thought urban about. Myth. Yeah, the urban myth type things of WordPress, mm -hmm. like uh, the idea of using the admin too many user plugins, too many plugins. As, your, as your like default admin user person and somebody freaking out because they're seeing that you're logging in as admin. And when there's like 9,000 different ways of being able to kind of just quickly figure out, you know, how many users are on the server, who has access mm -hmm. to what. I mean, you can do all those things just straight out of the API. So. Um, George, I'd love to see security. Really not that great. And but yeah. No, uh myths and misperceptions in WordPress. I think sure. we've got our next two episodes. We'll do that one next week, and then the week after that will be uh jetpack wish list. Okay. <laughs> George is like, oh crap. <laughs> you know it was coming, George. You know it was coming. Well, that's okay. about it, folks. I want to say thank you very much for hanging out with us and learning about some quick tips. I hope that you enjoyed the quick tips that we were able to provide with you, provide for you, and that you're able to share those and be able to use those on projects that you're working on. So, thank you all for being on the show today and it. hanging out with us. And we make made sure a you whole episode with it with nobody saying just the tip at wpwatercooler.com/slash/subscribe. <laughs> thank you very much. You guys Wait. have a good rest of your day. Please go make a backup before you try anything. Please go make a backup <laughs> right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Talk to y'all later. Bye-bye.